Open your Bibles to Genesis 25. Uh, today we will be talking about uh, the death of Abraham. Open to uh, Genesis 25 and let's read along. Genesis 25. Abraham took another wife whose name was Keturah. She bore him Zimran, Jokshan, Madan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dedan. The descendants of Dedan were the Asherites, the Letushites, and the Leumites. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Ephah, Hanak, Abida, and Eldaah. All these were descendants of Keturah. Abraham left everything he owned to Isaac. But while he was still living, he gave gifts to the sons of his concubines and sent them away from his son Isaac to the land of the east. Altogether, Abraham lived a hundred and seventy-five years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age, an old man and full of years, and he was gathered to his people. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelani Mamre in the field of Ephron, son of Zoar the Hittite, the field Abraham had bought from the Hittites. There Abraham was buried with his wife Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son Isaac, who then lived near Be'er Lahai Roai. This is the account of Abraham's son Ishmael, whom Sarah's maidservant Hagar the Egyptian bore to Abraham. These are the names of the sons of Ishmael, listed in the order of their birth, Nebaioth, the firstborn of Ishmael, Kedar, Adbil, Mebsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Timah, Jetur, Nafish, and Kedema. These were the sons of Ishmael, and these are the names of the twelve tribal rulers according to their settlements and camps. Altogether Ishmael lived a hundred and thirty-seven years. He breathed his last and died, and he was gathered to his people. His descendants settled in the area from Havilah to Shur near the border of Egypt as you go toward Ashur, and they lived in hostility toward all their brothers. This is the account of Abraham's son Isaac. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was forty years old when he married Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel the Aramean from Padam Aram, and sister of Laban the Aramean. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was barren. The Lord answered his prayer, and his wife Rebekah became pregnant. The babies jostled each other within her, and she said, Why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord. The Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. When the time came for her to give birth, there were twin boys in her womb. The first to come out was red, and his whole body was like a hairy garment, so they named him Esau. After this his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. Isaac was sixty years old when Rebekah gave birth to them. The boys grew up 
and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was a quiet man staying among the tents. Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Once, when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country, famished. He said to Jacob, Quick, let me have some of that red stew. I'm famished. That is why he was also called Edom. Jacob replied, First, sell me your birthright. Look, I am about to die, Esau said. What good is the birthright to me? But Jacob said, Swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and drank, and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. Now, we start out by seeing that uh, Abraham uh, marries after the death of Sarah, and he has, mo and he has more kids. Notice verses uh, 1 through 2. Now, Abraham took another wife whose name was Keturah, and she bore him Zimram, Jokshan, Medan, Median, Ishbak, and Shua. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six. So Abraham uh, has a new wife and he has six more kids after the birth of, I'm sorry, not after the birth, after the death of Sarah. Now, uh, Abraham's uh, new sons and uh, this is what he did for them in verses three through six. Uh, it reads, Jokshan became the father of Sheba and Dadan, and the sons of Dadan were Asherim and Let Lethushim and Luayim, and the sons of Midian were Ephah and Ephah and Hanak and Abida and El Dei. All these were the sons of Keturah. Now. Uh, these it's just kind of telling you here what these sons uh, did and uh, who they are and who their who their sons are. Verse five. Now Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. So that's interesting there that he had all these new kids. But he gave everything he had to Isaac. But to the sons of his concubines, Abraham gave gifts while he was still living and sent them away from his son Isaac eastward to the land of the east. Now, what I notice here is, is that uh, the interesting thing that stands out is, is that Isaac is still the heir. So does it have to do with the fact that Isaac was the promised of the Lord? Or does this have to do with the fact that uh, Isaac was still his favorite? It doesn't exactly say why Abraham did this, but uh, apparently we see that Isaac is still recognized as the firstborn. Now, uh, Abraham dies, verses 7 to 8. And these are all the years of Abraham's life that he lived, 175 years. Abraham breathed his last and died in a ripe old age, an old man and satisfied with life. And he was gathered to his people. So it is Abraham uh, reaches uh, the end of his days. 
Now, uh, notice that Isaac and Ishmael bury Abraham in verses 9 through 11. Then his sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Machpelah in the field of Ephron, the son of Zoar, the Hittite, facing Mamrah, in the field which Abraham purchased from the sons of Heth. There Abraham was buried with Sarah, his wife. And it came about after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac. And Isaac lived in Be'er Lahai. So uh, even though years ago Abraham sent Isaac away, I, I mean, I'm sorry, not Isaac, Ishmael. Ishmael gets word that his father has passed away and he comes and he and his brother join together and they bury their father. Okay, now we will take a look at Ishmael's uh, descendants in verses 12 through 16. And it reads, now these are the records of the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar, the Egyptian, Sarah's maid, bore to Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael by their names in the order of their birth. Nebaoth, the first son of Ishmael, and Kadar, and Abbil, and Mipsam, and Mishma, and Duma, and Masa, and Hadad, and Tema, and Jitar, and Nafish, and Kidama. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names by their villages and by their camps. Twelve princes according to their tribes. Now, we see the Lord keeps his word as Ishmael has 12 princes. Uh, let's take, if you don't remember that, let's take a look back. Turn back a couple of chapters to Genesis 17. Genesis 17 and verse 20. Oh, I'm sorry, thought I had it. There we go. Genesis 17 verse 20 and as for Ishmael I have heard you behold I will bless him and make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly he shall become the father of 12 princes and I will make him a great nation so we see that uh in a time past the Lord kept his word to Ishmael and he now has these 12 princes now Ishmael reaches his end verses 17 through 18 these are the, the years of the life of Ishmael, 137 years, and he breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people. And they settled for Havilah to Shur, which is east of Egypt, as one goes towards Assyria. He settled in defiance of all his relatives. And remember in uh, chapters past, it said that Ishmael would be a uh, wild donkey uh, of a man. Now, uh we will take a look at uh, Isaac's sons. And um, before I move on from that, it says uh, where it says his son settled. Uh, and I'm talking about Ishmael. It says that uh, uh, they settled in what today is considered the Sinai Peninsula. So if you want to have an idea in today's world where they settled, it would be in the Sinai uh, Peninsula area. Now we take a look at Isaac's sons verses uh, 19 through 23. 
Now, these are the records of the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham became the father of Isaac. And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean of Padamaram, the sister of Laban, the Aramean, to be his wife. And Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was barren. And the Lord answered him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the children struggled together within her. And she said, if it is so, why then am I this way? So she went to inquire of the Lord. The Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb, and two people shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. So we see here that... Uh, that Isaac and Rebecca's prayers are answered and they're not only going to get one, but they're about to get two sons. Uh, now God answers Rebecca's prayer and she conceives verses 24 through 26 read when her days to be delivered were fulfilled. Behold, there were twins in her womb. Now the first came forth red all over like a hairy garment and they named him Esau. And afterwards, his brother came forth with his hand holding on to Esau's heel. So his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was 60 years old when she gave birth to them. Uh, now, we notice two things. Number one, that Jacob and Esau are twins. And number two, uh, that it says that Esau was red, which is Hebrew word uh, 132. Which is Strong's H one thirty two Admoni Admoni, which means to be uh, a, a brownish uh, a brownish red color. Uh, now the Bible does not make any mention of Jacob's complexion, but it uh, but it did make mention of. Uh, Esau and it says that he was a, a he was a reddish brown that's what the Hebrew word uh, means uh, there are some who will say that uh, Esau was not that color but as I always say do the research for yourself you will see that he was reddish brown uh, now Isaac and Rebecca loved different sons notice verses 27 through 28 uh, when the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of, a, uh, I'm sorry, a man of the field, but Jacob was a peaceful man living in tents. Now Esau, now Isaac loved Esau, but because he had a taste for game, but Rebecca loved Jacob. So what was interesting here is, is that they both uh, love different sons. Now, I think we shouldn't really get this confused when they say that it doesn't really mean that Isaac didn't love Jacob and Rebecca didn't love Esau. They just loved uh, different sons, I would say, for different reasons. And I will kind of equate this to parents uh all over you know you have certain things about your kids that you that you love that you may not love about another kid for you know for an example if you are a fisherman and you love to fish and you have a son or daughter uh, who loves to fish and let's say you have five kids and but one of those kids out of your five not only goes fishing with you but loves to fish with you well you would have a natural attachment to that child it doesn't mean that you don't love your other four children it just means that it's something about this kid you love because you know 
uh, when you want to go fishing, you know that whichever kid this is will want to do it. Or if you were into astrology and you were into, you know, going out into the woods and it's dark and you want to see the stars in the sky and one of your kids really enjoy that. Well, that would be your favorite kid because that's somebody you can talk to about something that you love. It doesn't mean you don't love your other kids, but you just love uh, the characteristics of this child more. And I think that was the case here. Isaac loved Esau more because Isaac was a man of the field and Esau was a man of the field. His son Esau liked to go out and hunt and, and kill animals and cook up the meat. And Isaac loved uh, hunting and he loved to eat that meat where Jacob was you know, closer to Rebecca. And I actually think there's a reason why, because Jacob is going to be more like his mother. We're going to see that in the chapters to come. Uh, but I believe that's what that was about. Now, Jacob begins to show his deceitful ways. Uh, verses 29 through 34. When Jacob had cooked stew, Esau came in from the field and he was famished and Esau said to Jacob, please let me have a swallow of that red stuff there for I am famished. Therefore, his name was called Edom. Uh, Edom also means red. But Jacob said, first, sell me your birthright. Esau said, behold, I am about to die. So uh, what use then is the birthright to me? And Jacob said, first swear to me. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank and rose and went on his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. It is interesting, uh, Jacob wants his brother's birthright just for some food. Now, you would think that he would have enough love for his brother that he would just say, yeah, man, if you're hungry, here, let me hook you up with some of this, you know, stew. Let me get, I'll give you a bowl of this soup, but... He was always trying to get something for something, so he wanted his brother's birthright because naturally Esau was the firstborn. All right, that brings us to the end of Genesis 25. Uh, we uh, got to go through Abraham's death. We saw a little bit of uh, Ishmael's descendants, and we see and we witnessed the birth of Esau and Jacob. That's all for now. God bless.